0: Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist.
1: This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives, and this is our What We Try to Make mini-episodes.
0: We're going to do it tonight, because listen, this is our second episode in a night. Yeah. So we're going to hammer yeah, through this. Yeah, when we
1: used to do two episodes all the time to record, I feel like we did keep the mini a little bit shorter.
0: Yeah, we did, because we did. it was just like, We're okay. tired. Yeah. I'm on
1: my second glass of
0: wine. I'm done. We're a little loopy at this point. We're yeah. back to loopy episodes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Can we start doing this more often again? Because I, love, I sure. love doing this. All right, sweet.
0: Uh-oh. Okay. Sorry, my cat's trying Matilda. to get... We have a guest um co-host which is my cat who is trying to get on the laptop right now
1: <laughs> desperately trying and now staring at the microphone that like gets her enemy
0: yeah lay down lay, lay down, down sweetheart baby
1: girl so all right should we start out with talking about like the main piece of news for the week
0: what's your main piece of news i'm
1: sure it's the same one trump and is it the summit? And the, yes. Okay. okay. Of course it is. So I listened to. Okay, you know how you like really try. You're like, I'm gonna try to like figure this out so I can like dumb it down. Yes. <laughs> I tried, Keegan. It's hard. I like read shit. I listened to a great podcast talking about it. And Which like, one? I kind of. Oh, what's it called?
0: It's okay. I didn't mean to put you on the spot.
1: No, no, no. And I. But I want to be able to. I want to be able to state my source. Uh, start here. Okay. And Never it just came up. Well, this is why Stitcher is great, Keegan. They're not paying us, guys. They should, but they're not. Um, because it came up and I was like, yes, I have to walk the I had to walk my boss's dogs, and I was like, okay, great. I'm gonna listen to this thing to see if I can understand the summit a little bit better. And it was very informative, it was very great, but I still can't put into words very easily what it is.
0: Okay, but, um, so
1: basically I, mean, I basically know, but I just all of it. Here, here's words. the thing.
0: Here's the thing that's annoying me so much about about this, um, As much as I hate Trump, I am so pro-figuring out a solution with North Korea. I think if I we too. could get North Korea to denuclearize, that is the ideal situation. But this is the thing that Sorry.
1: I'm going to just start with. The underlying issue of all of this is that Trump... And we are putting our trust in a dictator. Exactly right. right. And that is something that this podcast kind of closed with. It was a woman basically saying, We're not like, we don't even know everything that happened during this summit, and we're not gonna know for maybe years down the line. You know what I mean? So, right now, there is a lot of trust being put in two very untrustworthy people. And as much as it seems like the intention and the possibility could be great, we kind of need to hold out and make sure that nothing shady is
0: Well, here's what's really frustrating me about the way that this whole thing has been framed. It's very much been framed as, like, Trump has done something no other president can do, and isn't that it's amazing? Historic. And yeah. it's not that other presidents couldn't do this, it's that they chose not to do this because... Yeah. The leaders of North Korea are madmen, total psychopaths, who are killing their own people and just one human rights violation after another. I mean, Kim Jong-un literally blew up his uncle, you know, like...
1: He's a fucking criminal. (laughs) Like, he is a criminal. And the way that he treats his own people is so frustrating because it's like their personal lives are so... Stipulated, I I believe they were talking about North Korea during this episode where they were saying that like their TV shuts off at certain times. You
0: know what I mean? Like everything is so regulated. There is, and I know it's so weird because we're back to recording things out of order. And our Sunday episode, we talk about Stonewall. We're going to be you mean talking Monday
1: episode. Our
0: Monday episode, we're going to be talking about Stonewall. And um, I talk about how I, I was listening to a stuff you should know podcast episode on it. Stuff you should know also has a podcast episode on North Korea. Mm-hmm. And they talk about some of the crazy things that happen. Like, so in the stuff you should know episode, they were talking about how there are only a certain number of hairstyles. There's like 14 different hairstyles you can have if you're a woman, and like five or something that you can have if you're a man in North I mean, Korea. Hey, at
1: least you can have
0: more hairstyles if you're a woman. But like, <laughs> we have certain... more hair typically, <laughs>
1: right? But isn't there things too where it's like certain names you could name your kids? I'm sure. And like that? I'm sure. So like that's so
0: much of the stuff is so deeply. Um, and and also, like, all these people are starving, you know, they don't have enough food to take care of their people. There's so much that goes into it. I was just in South Korea a couple of years ago to visit my brother, almost two years ago now, because my brother was living in Seoul, and we went to the Korean War Museum, and I learned a lot about the Korean War and, like, everything that happened there and how North and South Korea kind of got split up and all of that. And it's more than we can go into in this episode, but... The issue with this summit is while I would love... For it to be a thing where we have we develop a relationship with this country, we manage to stop them from being a dictatorship anymore, and we liberate the North Korean people, and we denuclearize so that they can't bomb us, because right yeah. now they totally could. Yeah. Um, while I would love it to be that situation, that's... Do we
1: really think Trump is going to be the person to do that, Well, though? and he hasn't.
0: <laughs> like, that's the thing, is, like, he made this big stink about, like, I'm going to go and we're going to sign a denuclearization... Um, you know, papers and all of this stuff, and then he went, and really none of that happened. Yeah, they wouldn't
1: say exactly what was on the piece of paper right away, and were being very secretive about it, so, no. I mean, there was some good stuff, I
0: guess, but well, it wasn't, like, what But, really but is it good? Like, that's the thing, is, like, I don't know that it's good. Like, I think meeting with a dictator... And kind of making it seem like we're all on the same level, like that North Korea and the United States are all like super legitimate on the up and up countries. And like, we're all the same kind of like, and they did, they did that. They worked very hard to make sure everything was equal. Like they had an an equal number of um, North Korean flags and to, you know, United States flags. And they did all of this stuff to make sure it was very equal. But it's like, you're dealing with a dictator who kills his own people and who kills, kills his who kills his family if they if they go against him. Yeah, like you're not dealing with a regular. And this is why presidents have not met with him in the past. It's not yeah. because they couldn't. It's because Trump didn't think far enough ahead to say that I shouldn't. Enough. He's dumb enough to do it. Like that's truly what it is, and that's yeah. what's scary is that you've got this guy alone, like not alone in a room with Kim. He Jordan. was alone in a room.
1: They said for the first twelve minutes they were by themselves. That is with them and their translators. So
0: horrifying right so horrifying and the fact that Trump operates on basically nothing but flattery like when asked like kind of like what he got out of this meeting he was kind mm-hmm. of like Oh, I think we're friends. Mm-hmm. I think I think like he likes me. It's like those are not the things you should be looking out for right now. You're the leader of a country, whether he, or not he likes you. It's kind of not what you went there for.
1: Yeah, but they, but you know, the whole handshake photo, the everything. It, he was like, "Yeah, I think I can trust him. Like, he, I think we get each other." You, you
0: can't know? trust him. He no! blew up his uncle in front of his family. No, can't trust this motherfucker. No, it's it's truly cool. like it is. So, Did you hear
1: that he like showed him like a fake trailer? Oh of God, some yes. Movie? I, I listened to part of it.
0: Did you listen to part no, of it? I didn't. Oh my God! I was
1: at work, so I couldn't like listen to anything. I could just like read stuff about it.
0: If I if we had the time, I would look it up for you right now because I listened to parts of it and I was just like, this is the most horrifying <laughs> thing. I don't even know who made this. It's like I know, right? It's like some Ivanka. Some I, I think Ivanka's too smart. It's like some film student in, like, first year of film school oh, that, like, God. put it cut it together with Final Cut and was like, <laughs> look at this thing I made. And it's it's so bizarre and strange. And the fact that he... It's almost, like, they were talking about on the Daily Zeitgeist that they were like, it kind of feels like it was made for Trump. Like, yes. to be like, this is... Like, because he can't learn, because he doesn't read, so he no. can't learn anything. And it's going to be through, like pictures right yeah. and so then the chalkies yeah and so then trump was like i i, I don't know how to explain this to kim jong-un so here's the video show they it. showed me yeah
1: <laughs> that's truly
0: what it looks like oh it's my so God, you're so stupid orange man and just like it's so scary because it's like you cannot be having what happens when inevitably kim jong-un bruises your ego, and you do something stupid, Mm-mm. and they can Mm-mm. bomb us with Mm-mm. nuclear weapons. Like, what are they you doing? They can sign all the
1: damn papers. Doesn't He doesn't care.
0: It's so scary. It's so scary. <sighs> I mean, you have to almost laugh about it. Like, I would not begrudge Trump's administration if they could denuclearize North Korea, because I think that moving towards peace is... I don't care who does it. Like, I think that that is an important thing. But that's not what they're doing. They're nope. they're making it scarier yep. to me. Yep, I agree. And we're aligning ourselves with the likes of North Korea and Russia right now, and it is really, really scary. It's really scary. Yeah, because earlier he tried to get the G six to allow Russia back in. Yeah, or sorry, the G seven, G seven. It's late. Fly like a G six. I think it's I a G six. <laughs> um, no, it's a G seven. I can't remember. But either way, he's trying to get them back in, and. Nice. <laughs> on Angela Merkel was like, hey, no. There's like that <laughs> picture of them all surrounding no. him and him like sitting down and looking like he's like pouting. Have you seen that picture? I'll send no. it to you. It is so weird and, and just bizarre. Unpresidential. It's so unpresidential. He looks, like <laughs> a, he looks like a toddler. Like, it's been photoshopped a bunch of different ways. No. Yeah. I don't like it. I saw one, because uh, Angela Merkel is, like, leaning over him, and it looks like she's, like, a mother talking to a toddler. And he's like, and no. And I saw one where it was, like, um, photoshopped where he had, like, an upside-down bowl of SpaghettiOs on his head, <laughs> and he was just like, mm. Mm, I don't wanna. So, anyway, how about we move out of those? That's
1: literally the only thing I have except for my super awesome thing that I spent way too much time with. No,
0: reading. that's how? good. I only have um, two things. We can do, some, you can we do your thing do, we and your sister solidarities. This, but we have to do the, the ones that we did had last, last week. Time. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. So, I have one that's kind of fun. Kind okay. of fun.
1: It's, like, kind of fun.
0: Okay, so a while back... Bless you,
1: bless you, bless you.
0: Oh, no sneezes. So um, a while back, Ted Cruz was... I don't know what he was doing, but he was at a basketball game, I think in, like, Indiana or something. And he said something um, while he was on the court, and he said something about, like, getting the ball through the ring. Getting the ball through the ring okay. at a basketball game. Yeah, have you ever heard of a hoop being described as a <laughs> ring? Like ever. Ted and pe- Cruz. People were like, Okay. "Does he not know what basketball <laughs> is?" Should somebody tell him? Do I like, like, tell him? <laughs> I think I'm concerned that Ted Cruz doesn't know what basketball is. Like every step of the way, he's just reinforcing that he's a lizard person. I'm like, <laughs> Not an actual human being. Oh my god, thank you! You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Oh, and Cruz, so Cruz,
1: you son of a bitch. But I have
0: to say, then Ted Cruz went on to Jimmy Kimmel. Yes! And I don't like Ted Cruz. Like, I am not someone who likes Ted Cruz. I think he's, like, weird. He looks like, you know, just a, a mess of melted... Like a lizard person? He looks like a, a melted candle. He looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not to body shame him, because that's mean. <laughs> yeah. It's it's mean to body but shame. But he's him. awful. He's awful. He, All bets are off. He's he, awful. He is awful, but I have to say, watching his interview with Jimmy Kimmel, I'm like, oh my god, you have a personality. Maybe I can play it for you.
1: Play it. Who do you like better,
0: Obama or Trump? Look, look, look. <laughs> I dislike Obama's policies more. I see. Uh, but but Donald uh Donald is a unique individual. <laughs> I, I, I will say I was watching the early part of the show, and, and, and if I were in my car and getting ready to reverse and saw Donald in the backup camera, <laughs> I'm not confident which pedal i put. <laughs> Chad? I know. I'm impressed. I was, Ted. Like, and then he said a few other things where I was like, "Oh my god!" Like Ted Cruz has a personality. What? You're not just a lizard person all the time. I did not know this. Oh my
1: god, Ted.
0: Sorry, hold on. I don't want want to start playing again.
1: That was great. Um,
0: That was really great. So, yeah, he totally has a personality that I was not aware of. And him and Jimmy Kimmel kind of, like, joked around a bit, like, on, you know, I don't know why he was being interviewed, but they joked a bit. And then I guess Jimmy Kimmel made some kind of joke about the fact that he said it was through a ring mm. like you know he was just yeah. like cuz Ted Cruz I guess was supposed like had played basketball like uh. when he was younger so Jimmy Kimmel made some kind of joke about like that he didn't even know what it was like through a ring or whatever and so Ted Cruz tweeted At Jimmy Kimmel. All right, big guy, you talk a good game. You besmirched my support for the Houston Rockets, so let's settle this man-to-man, one-on-one, hoops, or ring ball, if you prefer. (laughs) The loser gives 5K to the non-political charity of the winner's choice.
1: Yes, Ted Cruz! I never thought
0: I'd say that! It's kind of weird. I feel kind of sick about it, because I'm like, I don't want to be like this is kind of adorable, but it's, like, it's kind, kind adorable. of adorable a little bit. Like, your policies suck, and you're still probably a trash person, but, like, this is kind of cool, and the fact that you said, look, I'm not advocating for anybody to run the president over, but I'm just saying I like that he said that he might.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? He's like, I don't know which pedal I would push. I him.
0: like that even... Republicans are like, this guy's insufferable and we don't like him either.
1: (laughs) That's the thing that people need to understand is that, like, you, we're not bashing Republican people or even people who voted Trump who have now kind of seen the error of their ways because these people are like, fuck, this guy's a fucking Right,
0: like, oh no, we didn't know we were going to end up in this place. And you can totally tell that Ted Cruz in that clip that I played is totally, like, I don't want to say that I like Obama or he's a cool guy, but like he was such a cool guy. You can tell that like, he's like,
1: but like, oh my god, I. love He's him like so Obama
0: much. was so fun. Like oh I, g-
1: oh my god, he would have played rings with me. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> he would have schooled me in ring ball. In
1: ring ball, he would have so totally schooled me. So you can
0: like dislike somebody's policies and still be like they were a cool guy though. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um, do you want to do yours, or do you want to save yours for the end? I want to save mine for the end. Do you okay. have more? I just have one last okay, thing, cool. and it, it's going to be real quick. Um, so, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. What
1: the fuck? Okay, 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 I have to tell you. So, so... When I first met my boyfriend, I had, like, super long, really red hair, and that was the time when, like, Ariana Grande was still on Victorious and had the really red hair. Right, yeah. she was, like, just starting her music career. So, my boyfriend, I'm sorry for calling you out, Chris, fucking loves watching Victorious for the cute girls. She's cute, I get it. She's cute, and so Victoria Justice, they're super cute. But she always just kind of annoyed me. Anyways, she
0: annoys the shit out of me. Like I actually she, like yeah. Pete Davidson. I think he's funny or Pete whatever. Pete Davidson,
1: I feel like could be kind of problematic as well. But yeah, they're both kind of whatever to me. But it's just funny because like Chris really hates Mac Miller. She's dating Mac Miller. He's not a f- Pete Davidson fan, and she's a, like I don't just Caroline like Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson. But I I like him. I don't know. There's something about him that I'm like he's weird. With. He's yeah. super
0: weird. He's a but, weird guy.
1: What what the fuck?
0: But it's, like, this is just, why I
1: have a connect. This is why I like keep tabs on Ariana Grande is because I love to give my boyfriend shit about her.
0: This is just gossip corner right now yeah. because it's not like this is even like news. News. This is seriously just like celebrity Girl, culture. You've been dating this dude for two weeks. Don't get engaged. They have been dating for two months. I think is what they. No, said. they have not been dating for two months. She just came out and said that she dumped Mac
1: Miller. A couple oh wait, weeks no, no, ago. no. Sorry,
0: twenty something days. Yeah, it's twenty something that- days. No, it is. Because I, I was listening to a thing earlier today, and they gave the exact number of days they've been together. It's
1: ridiculous. It, it's a ridiculously it's short ridiculous. period of time. It's
0: like 24 days. And they're days. like,
1: well, we're not in a rush to get married until Chris that. And he's like, then why are they engaged? I was like, then, I yeah. don't know. Why
0: would you be in a rush to get engaged if you're not in a rush and to get married? And they
1: ride? have fucking tattoos. They have matching tattoos. They got matching
0: tattoos within the first, like, two weeks. And look, or before that week. Look, guys. Do what you do, like it's your life, like that's fine. Just like you have to understand that when you do stuff like that, everyone's gonna be like side eyeing you pretty hard. because yeah. like do what you
1: want to do. Like if you're happy, do it. No one can tell you. And not relationships to do
0: it. have worked out. It's they have
1: most definitely, but most of those started in the 1930s.
0: Or like, I mean, I I, I knew someone who granted, I it, this was a much sweeter story before they ended up getting divorced, but. They knew each other for a month, they got married, they were married for, like, 30 years and had, mm-hmm. like, three kids together, so, like...
1: Well, that's the thing, It is can that, happen. Well, right, and just because they got divorced, too, I just want to say, does, doesn't make No, it, it doesn't illustrate. mean
0: that their love wasn't, like, real and obviously lasting, like, yeah, they had like, a that's family. Yeah, still
1: amazing, so it, we're not saying it can't happen, but the fact that this is around celebrity culture, too, you're just kind of like... Really? Yeah. Funny. It's
0: it's very weird to me. I I kind of ship it because I'm like they're
1: kind of cute. Well,
0: and because I'm like I I find Aria, uh, Ariana Grande really annoying, but Pete Davidson's kind of like a weird awkward dude. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like Good for you, man. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Good
1: for you. Like, like, but I, it also kind of redeems her a little bit because I'm like, okay, so that yeah, it gives her two.
0: kind of a little substance. Although tea. I do have
1: to say, so she was dating Mac Miller. He came into our Starbucks and he was pretty awesome. I was say. he? He was really nice. Okay. He stayed for a while and he was like asking us what kind of drinks he should try and like bought a bunch well, of shit. He was like in sweatpants and flip flops. And was just super chill. Yeah and he was pretty cool.
0: All of this actually makes me feel better about Ariana Grande because just because she's not with Mac Miller anymore, if she dated him for a couple of years and he's cool, then I'm like, okay, well maybe I don't know if he's cool all the time, but he was he was cool. Right, but I'm like, but maybe you're not as shitty as I thought you were. Right. Like, maybe she's not that shitty. And I think,
1: and this, okay, this is what I have to say. I think that she's made a lot of really great feminist remarks in interviews. Uh, They asked, you know, if you had to give up makeup or your phone, she's like, um, why do you think that's all girls care about? You know, Mm -hmm. she's done some really great things. There's just something about her It's kind of like the Anne Hathaway thing. You can't always put your finger on it. Sometimes for me, you can, but for me, there's kind of like
0: meh. There's a few things that I can put my finger on with her that annoy me. They annoy me. That doesn't mean she's a shitty person or anything. Doesn't like mean that. I don't like her no. necessarily.
1: It Doesn't mean that. Also, okay, I have to say this, and I talk more about Judy Garland in the next episode. You guys are gonna hear she's a huge Wizard of Oz fan. And she came out with this Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and it became really popular. And She's... so I, anyone who says they're a big Wizard of Oz Judy Garland fan, I immediately hate you. I'm sorry. Why?
0: I get competitive. I know more okay. than you do. That seems irrational, Madigan, but sure. I do know, I'm just saying. I can't help the way that I feel, Keegan. No, like, I get if it. You guys would be best friends. I'd be like, fuck Yeah, I kind of feel like you'd bond over it. No. Um, <laughs> but she's more famous than I am, so people are going to think of, No. No. She... Look, I think she is a very talented singer, <laughs> um, but there are things that she's done that make me feel like she is a spoiled brat. What, like licking donuts? There was that, and that did rub me wrong, and I get yeah, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, it's like not important... But it's just, like, things like that, and then I've just heard things about her and her brother Frankie, where I'm just like, when you live in L.A., and this isn't one of those things, I'm not trying to alienate our audience by being like, when you live in L.A., but when you live in L.A., you meet people who have met people, you know what I mean? And it's like, having heard stories about her, I just feel like she's kind of a spoiled brat. And like yeah. that's annoying And maybe she's not anymore People change or whatever Like maybe she's not anymore But it really turned me off of her For like a long time Because I was just yeah. like Okay you're just a spoiled bratty Hollywood kid You yeah. know what I mean But who knows And if they're happy Then freaking great And like I hope it works out for them But I I just heard that And I was like Excuse me Yeah What <laughs> Oh my god Okay Okay
1: Really quick. I just got a message from my boss that I apparently sent him a photo earlier. Of? <laughs> Can't see which photo, fo- what photo it is. And he responded, crying so hard I'm laughing, vomiting and vomit face. face. And I said, I don't even remember what I sent you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What you should be you? worried. <laughs> Shut up. I am worried. No, you should be. Stop. I'm just saying. Okay, it was at 1030, so I was with his kid. What could I have possibly sent him? Why is he throwing up? I don't know! (laughs) Why is he laughing so hard he's crying?
0: You you, you should be like, send me a screenshot of what you see, because I don't remember sending you Well,
1: luckily they're cool. Whatever. I don't mind being embarrassing. Are you guys ready? Yes. For the best thing you're going to hear this week? Yes, I am. In fact, I really need some good news, Do you want to know what it's involving? Yes. A 20-something story building and a raccoon. (gasps) I love raccoons. (laughs) And a trash panda. So, and do you want to know the other great part about this? Yes. It takes place in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes. Okay, let's do this. Thank you. So, at the NPR building, not NPR, M, Minnesota (laughs) Public Radio. I was like, oh, NPR, why is it in Minnesota? (laughs) I actually worked for MPR, because I did a radio commercial for them. It was at the NPR building. A raccoon is scaling a skyscraper. (laughs) (gasps) They're so cute. It is, so, it's, at this point, from la- last update, it's at the 20th story, and it found a ledge. Okay. It's been two days with no food oh, and water. Oh, no! The, yeah. Oh, no, so, okay,
0: because I was like, oh, so cute, but also, like, someone saved that panda! Okay,
1: but this is the thing, it's, it's a trash panda. It's not a real panda. I know!
0: Okay. I know! So... <laughs>
1: No, they have the fire department and animal control there, but they say that it wouldn't be worth the risk to the firefighters to go up fucking 20 stories and they can't Okay, so there's a really great picture that I'm going to upload of it, like, right up against the window, and it's, like, the most swoon-worthy photo. It's so... Let me show you, because you're going to have, like, a verbal reaction that's so... again cool. Keegan's face is I thought this was best. a feel-good story. Now It I'm, is! Now I'm worried about the raccoon. No, no, no. It's super... Like, this raccoon is going to, like, triumph all. He... They have food at the top waiting for him. The firefighters put, like, food up there. They have, like, a trap for him so that like, they can, like, he, be t- he can be taken to safety. Like, look at this. Look at him scaling. Oh, poor baby. And then, like... He looks like a koala. I know. And then look at there. He is chilling in his little ledge. I hope he makes it. And, I mean, look at... The people are going nuts. He has fan art going. What if he doesn't make it, Madigan? He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. He can't go down. He has to go up. So look at this fucking photo. But he hasn't eaten for days. Look at this photo. Oh, baby. Look at that photo. Oh, he's so cute. Yes. So, literally, everyone in Minnesota is like, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't come into work today. I'm too worried about the raccoon. Uh, Emotional distress. Everyone is, like, all about this raccoon right now. People are, like doing everything they can. It's so, it's such like a great sense of community. Everyone okay. is just like backing up this panda. Are we
0: going to have,
1: <laughs> trash panda, are we going to have a <laughs> raccoon update? Of course. I'm going to update you guys for sure about
0: this raccoon. I need to know when he's made it to safety because I'm genuinely concerned right now. Yeah.
1: So, okay. So the writer of the Guardians of the Galaxy said that he would donate $1,000 <gasps> to a charity for the rescue of the raccoon. He tweets, I'll donate 1000 bucks to the nonprofit, to, oh, Sorry, to the non-political charity of choice to anyone who saves the raccoon. That is... I can't handle this, poor dude. That is good PR. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The Minnesota Public Radio has reported that St. Paul Animal Control Center was considering setting a trap at the top of the building, like I said, to catch it. The fire department gave him food. They just can't really do anything right now to help him, but I'm hoping that with the camaraderie and the motivation these people are sending this raccoon, like, this is a big
0: deal. I'm so worried about him. Right? But isn't this such a great story? Like... It is because people are rallying around him, and, like, I have faith that he's gonna be okay. Right? I do, too. I feel
1: like he's... he needs some time to rest, and then he's going to scale his little raccoon body up.
0: I think they he's are only so He's got a
1: few more stories to go. Like, he just needs to go a little bit more ways.
0: I think they're so cute. My coworker, who I know listens to this podcast, so you know who you are and hello to you, she has a fear of raccoons oh, no. and she hates them. Like she thinks they're so scary and I think that they're so cute. Like so cute. I understand that they're mean and everything, but they're so freaking adorable. I think maybe I just was raised on too much Pocahontas growing up where I was just like I need a Miko. Yeah. And now every time I see a raccoon I just think it's Well,
1: a- I'm like super scared of possums, so
0: I used to, to be it. I used to be and now I think possums are super cute too. So yeah. I just like all animals at this point. I know,
1: right? (laughs) So, you guys, we're going to give you a raccoon update for sure. Yes, please keep us
0: updated on the raccoon news. All right. Um, Do you want to go into Sister Solidarity stories? Yes. Do you want
1: to read Vanessa's? Guys, we're going to read the stories that we had recorded for last week's episode. I'm sorry. Sorry. That we we don't have uh, the lost... We have a lost episode, Kagan.
0: Another one. We have, like, three lost episodes I know, but at least we
1: have them in our, like...
0: Libraries. This yeah. one is this one is for lost, sure lost.
1: lost. It's fine. It's
0: in the ether.
1: It's in the ether. It's fine. But we're going to read you those Sister Solidarity stories that we read last time. Do you want to read Vanessa's? I, I'll read... yes.
0: Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. This is from Vanessa. Stranger made me cry in the best way possible. Okay, I was at the YMCA with my son for a swim lesson. He was a little over one at the time. We were in the changing room, and he and I were talking. He's really talkative. And he started saying hello to other women in the locker room. In particular, he was talking to an African-American woman, and after a few exchanges, she came over to us and told me that she has worked with kids for over 30 years and that she was watching us prior to the conversation starting, and that she could tell that I was an amazing mom. She said that she loved to watch us engage and that she had to say hello and share that with me. Mm-hmm. I cannot explain what a gift that was. Parenting is hard, all caps, and there is no playbook. What a gift that was.
1: That's the thing guys, if you have something nice to say to somebody, say tell them. It. Even if it's awkward or you feel like it's going to make them feel offput, like t- if if you like someone's shirt, tell them. If you think that someone did something great, them because Agreed. it will make a huge difference for them and it's yeah. just a great example of that. I
0: remember I was standing in line at at uh Vons, the Vons by your house actually. And you didn't come see me. This okay. was a very long time ago. Okay. Um, I was standing in line at Vons, and I was wearing, like, a long, comfy dress. and It had been, like, a really long day, and I didn't think I looked particularly good. I, like, went to work and then, like, went to Vaughn's and was getting ready to go home. And the woman behind me in line was just like, Excuse me, I just wanted to tell you that you look really stunning in that dress. And I was just like... <gasps> Thank you so much. Like, it really, truly did, like, make my afternoon. Okay, because this is the thing. When somebody says something
1: to me that's, like, negative about the things that I wear, because, like, I'm not, a, like, this fashionista person. Like, I'm very much throw-it-together-I-like-being-mismatched kind of person. And then if I ever hear anyone saying anything, like, kind of negative about it, like, it sticks with me. Yeah. But then if I hear
0: someone say something positive, I want to wear that thing all the time. I know. I did eventually get rid of that dress, and I almost didn't because I'm like, I got Compliments in but this I dress look stunning in this dress yeah yeah and it was it was like a hippie dress it was like a long kind of like um Boho patterned dress and I totally didn't think that I looked great in it or anything you know I looked good enough in it to buy it but right. that was it you know and I think in particular you know going back to Vanessa's story let's not make this all about me I mean, um I think mothers don't get enough credit for no. how hard their job really is and I know it gets made fun of when moms are like I have the hardest job in the world because people are like really there are you know there are harder jobs I mean it's hard in a different way yeah I
1: gotta say because I feel like with what I do for a living which mm -hmm. is taking care of a child it gets pushed aside as maybe not being like a legitimate job and it's been something that I've had to work with myself to realize that what I do does make a difference and is important and is a real job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I totally I mean, I can't totally understand because I'm not a mother.
0: But I mean I I mean, I just feel like childcare in general is often kind of discarded as something that's yeah. not not a real job or not difficult. And right. it is difficult. It's like it's
1: very difficult and it's it... very and like there's a reason that people have people like me to help them out,
0: mm-hmm. and that's
1: because they need somebody to be able to help them, like, you know, there's a lot of L.A. moms who just don't want to do the work, but then there are moms out there who do the work and also just need some help so that they can... And that's fine. their jobs. because and it's totally fine, and that's the thing, is that there's a reason that they need help, and it's because it is a it's fucking a hard, hard job.
0: job. And I also feel like... You know, um, I know Vanessa personally, and I feel like, well, first of all, she's a great mom, but I also feel like when you live here in L.A. and your family lives somewhere else, like I know her family does, I think we have this idea in our heads that we need to do this all by ourselves, Yeah, and we don't realize that in times past that's absolutely not how it was. Yeah. It was like you did have a village. It took a village. Helping yeah. raise your child. You had family nearby, you had friends nearby and all of that stuff. And like I think Sometimes we forget that, and we expect moms to be able to do it all on their own and to be excellent at it all of the time. And it's a really, really, really hard thing. It's emotionally draining. It's physically draining. Yeah,
1: and I I just want to say really quick, too, that it is a lot of fathers as well. If you are a good father, this qualifies under your category as well. Yes, and
0: oh my gosh, okay, so we also need to say... Um, because we didn't end up doing a Father's Day episode. Yeah. But this will be coming out the Thursday before Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to any fathers who might be listening, yeah. um, or anyone who has maybe taken on that role for someone else. Uh, this is a good time to say happy Father's Day, and to anyone who is maybe struggling with this day or having a hard time, we are there for you, and we understand.
1: Yeah, I am definitely there for you. I'm trying to be... I- I'm not going to be super blunt about my relationship with my dad but I am trying to be more honest in general with the fact that I don't have a relationship with my dad so Father's Day for me in particular is something that can be kind of rough Uh, It makes me feel a lot of guilt for not having him be a part of my life. So if there's listeners out there who don't have their... Who have chosen not to have their fathers in their lives for any reason. Or those who have lost their fathers or have complicated
0: relationships. Yeah. um, Know that we are people
1: who have... I mean, both of us have complicated relationships with their birth fathers, you know? Well, I have
0: complicated relationships with both of my fathers. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: so I, I hope that, you know... Although we are celebrating the great fathers out there because they're so important, especially because people cast fathers aside so often as not needing to be as important. Mm -hmm. So we are celebrating those fathers who are great. We are also remembering those who are maybe having a more complicated day on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think also, we'll not go too much into this because we don't make this episode super long, um, but I do also think that in the case of... Both my birth father, who passed away when I was a child, and also my stepfather, who is my father currently, or in general, is my father. Um, People are complicated, and they can be really good, wonderful people and good fathers, and also, you might not have the best relationship with them because of other things, because they're they're human beings, and, like, that is, that's just part of it, and...
1: And I, again, we don't want to make this episode go too long, but I just want to say really quick that if there's people in your life in general, like friends that you've decided to cut out of your life because they're unhealthy, just because they're your family, you can still choose to not have them be a part of your lives and Agreed. still love them. Agreed. So I just want to kind of, although this, I'm sorry, Vanessa, we got so off topic. Um, I love your story. Uh, and
0: thank you so much. Yeah. I yes. love your story. That is pure sister solidarity to me is yes. like when you see something, say, say something, it. especially if it's super positive and just encourage. Of another human being. And Vanessa, um, you're an amazing mother, and I don't want you to ever question that you're an amazing mother. Um,
1: I don't know you very well, but I know that you really love this podcast, so I love you a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're awesome, and I met you
1: once. So I'm going to read it was Sarah's that we read, right? The Architects. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she says, Happy Friday Eve, fam. I have a sister solidarity story to share with you. I am a designer and work at an architecture firm. The architecture world is typically a male dominated profession. Aren't they all?
0: Most of them. Ugh.
1: So sad. (laughs) Unless
0: you are a secretary.
1: True. Or a nanny. Or a nurse. Or a nurse. Yeah. All right. Anyways, my firm is one in a million where the women architects and designers greatly outnumber the men. Whoop (laughs) whoop. We (laughs) okay. We are constantly working with General contractors and subcontractors that typically are male. I was on site one day last week and heard a sub say something about my ass. Before I could even say anything, my project manager, who happens to be a female and a feminist, spoke up, Yes, girl. She went to the super and told him what had happened. Long story short, they told the guy not to come back to the job site. Hell yeah! Yeah! I have been holding my head up high every day since because they, workers on the job site, know that my firm and I mean business. We don't put up with men who don't respect us, and we don't put up with patriarchal bullshit. Sister Solidarity Forever, Ray John, Sarah.
0: I freaking love that. I know! On, like, so many levels. I love it on so many levels. I love that you felt safe in your workplace, and I think that we need so many more women in power, because we need more women who are there to stand up for other women at the top. At the top. Because that's what happened right there. It was like, your boss was like, not today. Not today. You know what I mean? And that's what we need, because we understand each other. We understand the struggle that the other one's going through. the person at the top was able to talk to
1: the super who I'm assuming was probably a man because it was another worker on the job site and they were able to like take that and turn that into a working effect where that person was not allowed back on that job site. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I've had many times in my life with working where I've been able to really feel confident in my job and hold my head up high. And so I think that's super cool that she was kind of able to feel like she made a difference. And I got to say just the wording when women say things like this, where she, where she said I was on site one done, one day last week and heard a sub say something about my ass saying ass. I don't know. There's something for me where it, like, you know how I've told you before how it's, Panties. Like,
0: we had that conversation. But,
1: like, not even that, where, like... Because the word ass doesn't bother me, but when, when I read that and I picture a guy checking out a girl's ass...
0: It makes it far more lewd, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know how I told mm-hmm. you about how, like, I feel like my vagina closes?
0: Yes. It seals it, up. I get, I get one of those, like, dries vagina, right up. Vagina seal moments where I'm like... Yeah. Uh, I think it's, like... I think what it is is, like, um... I appreciate that she uses words like that and a vocabulary because, like that because... that's what that guy is thinking. It does evoke a certain, um, it does evoke a certain idea in your head where if you were to say, like, butt or bum or rear end or any of those it things... It doesn't,
1: because that's not what the guy is thinking. No, the he's thinking, being...
0: look at her hot ass or yeah. what the fuck ever. Ugh. And, like, it's so gross and it also is just so upsetting because it's just like, you're just fucking... Trying to do your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're just at work trying to do your job. Like, that's the thing that makes me so upset about this stuff is, like, you are out there trying to make a living, and to have someone completely demean you and boil you down to your, like, physical parts is really, really gross, and um, I'm so... You deserve
1: to do your job and be taken seriously for what you do, so I'm so glad you have a boss...
0: So thankful, totally. That is
1: a feminist and is willing to stand up for you
0: and... And we should all do that for each other, honestly. Of
1: course, that's the whole point of this whole segment is that we're trying to show how much... The solidarity that we have for one another is important. And again, it's not just for... I mean, we are talking about women supporting women, but even if you're a man and you consider yourself a feminist and you support your fellow woman um, or man in a feminist
0: way... If you're a man and you see another man say something about a woman like that, do the same thing. You should step in. Or if you see another man being
1: degraded in some way or treated wrong...
0: In general, we should do it for our feather, our feather, our fellow human beings, just in general. You know what I mean?
1: So, you guys, thank you so much for sending
0: those in. I'm so excited for our next
1: recording. Me too. Our our, um, coming Coming out out stories. stories. Send us your coming out
0: stories. Please, please, please. Please, please, please do it. Our email is neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. (laughs) com. Right. <laughs> yes, but
1: I like. I was like burp as you were saying that. I wasn't sure if you were burping um, or if
0: you forgot it. I
1: burped and then I said burp. Um, guys, follow us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. Follow me, Madigan, if you don't know my voice. This is Madigan. Follow me at She's Mad Again on Instagram. Follow Keegan at
0: Keegan.Winfield on Instagram and watch Keegan's me Twitter. stumble through Twitter. At Keegan underscore Win um, join our Facebook group. I'm not on there nearly enough. It's been... Well, because there
1: hasn't been much action, so it's I mean, kind of like, I don't have to know. We've
0: gotten a couple of new members, and I really need to be we on there be, more.
1: We should do stuff. I'll post something. Remind me.
0: Remind me. I will. It's just been kind of, like, this has been, like, the busiest month of my life. Yeah, and you've been
1: really busy. Not to
0: make excuses. It's just been busy, No, so.
1: guys, Katie needs some extra support. Let's all love her. <laughs> so, you guys... We love you so much. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for sending in your stories. Keep sending them in. Uh, tell your friends about us. Leave us a review. Rate us on iTunes. It really helps us out. We really appreciate it. Plus, I love it. reading
0: your reviews. And if they're, they're so nice. It's
1: so much fun. If they're nice. But they've all been nice so far. They really have. And it, it's just so much fun. And it just makes me feel so good. So, uh, with that being said, we encourage you.
0: To, to rage on. on. Bye, guys.